Hey, hello everyone out there on the internet, who, all the people who have downloaded this podcast. Uh, it, it is the PlayStation Report, and uh, I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Tyler, can you hear the noise happening in the background here? I cannot, no. Alright, that's good. That's good. Uh, just one of the features of living in an apartment building is uh, there are other people around. Yeah. <laughs> Are they partying? Uh, oh, they aren't partying. I just... Someone fired up the, their car, and, like, they must have a huge-ass engine. It, it, you know, it, I, I could probably look it up, but it's it's some BMW with some ridiculous-ass... Probably an eight-cylinder engine, by the sounds of it. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, nice. But, yeah. Yeah, that's... That that's the situation right now. Uh, I mean, it's not too bad. I I can still sleep just fine. Um, but how have you been doing? Uh, okay, yeah, just trucking along with life. Mm. Keeps on going. Yeah. Very busy at work. Just way too fucking busy. It, yeah, same here. I so. I worked uh, I worked twelves this week, and that was um, that was fun. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting kind of uh, getting kind of tired of it. <laughs> Although it is nice to only have to drive about like ten minutes to work now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That'll save you a lot of time. Yeah. Or do you uh, still have to work work overtime this week? I'm not sure. They seem pretty optimistic that people are going to be back this week. Gotcha. So they didn't schedule me for overtime, but that could change in the middle of the week. Yeah. So. I'm hoping everyone can come back safely. I hope they aren't just rushing people back because they don't feel like uh, trying to work through it. I don't know. It's it's always like so. I'm I'm not going to name names here, but there there was someone at work who who uh, was quarantining, who did test positive, who was going to just somehow be back next week. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I hope I hope that just means that they that it. Did, the virus didn't hit them that hard and they've recovered but uh also like that seems really like a really quick turnaround yeah since they just like they just tested positive like wednesday or thursday of last week holy shit and (laughs) they're already going to be back next week so yeah yeah there's that (laughs) yeah that Um, that that, uh that seems a little too much (laughs) Yeah, a little too yeah, quick. It, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it's the best case scenario, and they've just recovered very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, because worst case scenario, they're just going to start spreading it to everyone else. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. I'm back in my office now, and it's just, ah, it just doesn't need to happen, in my nope. opinion. But whatever. <laughs> It's fucking cold outside. It's snowing again, though. It is. I haven't even looked out my window. Yeah, it's it's coming down. Uh, it's okay. kind of somewhat laying on the ground now and everything. So, but it's supposed to snow for like the next two fucking days, Ooh. or something okay. like that. So, all yeah. right. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I like winter. I don't necessarily like the snow. <laughs> yeah. I um, don't like the snow when I have to go places. <laughs> mm. Of course. No one likes yeah. to travel in the snow. 
Unless you are a Finnish rally driver. Uh, yes. Which neither of us are, although I'm sure that plays into some of the video games we, we played uh, over the, I don't know, over the past years. I mean, you played Dirt 5. Do they have snow? Is yeah. it dirt and snow? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's and snow. They have ice. Oh, yeah, okay. we're racing on ice, which I don't think is realistic at all. But no, um, that's that's a thing you do in that game, and you do really feel it uh, in the game. And it's like it's hard to get back to the gas, or or you're just kind of drifting around the corners. It's mm-hmm. it's fun. So yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of racing, though, have you watched any of that Rolex 24? Yeah, I watched some of it last night. I didn't turn it on today, but yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah. Oh, I, I had it on while I was cooking. That's, that's what... Gotcha. That, that's that's <laughs> the amount of attention I was paying. Yeah. I, I had it on a little bit yesterday and just a little bit ago when making lunch and stuff, but yeah. That's... I mean, hey, racing's back somewhat. Um, there's a lot of... You know, I think what's cool about that event is is there's a lot of sports car racing drivers in there, but then there's also a lot of NASCAR and IndyCar and um, Formula One guys that race in that race too, which is really mm-hmm. cool to see. Uh, Kevin Magnuson is racing in it. Yes. Which is neat. Neat to see him racing. So, yeah, that, that's always kind of a fun, fun thing, but... I know they don't actually... I know that they... Each team has, like, four different drivers, but... I cannot imagine going 24 hours. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I think they do like, what, what do they do? Like two or two hour stints or something like that? Two to yeah. Th- something like that. So like you have to time out like on your break, like immediately get some sleep or something. Yep. Definitely. Um, I could not imagine like you're racing for hours and then it's like, all right, you're done. Go to sleep and then wake up and start racing again. Yep. Gotta be crazy. Uh, I mean, I've done similar stuff in video game form. Like I, I have driven long endurance races in video games, <laughs> but, uh, that's not the same. <laughs> you're yeah. not feeling the forces like you do when you're in an actual race car. Yeah, definitely. Um, just like the mental toll of it, like maintaining your concentration over such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, you've, I guess you haven't done any racing because you promised me that you deleted F1 2020. <laughs> yeah. T- did you I go did. back on that promise? <laughs> no, I did not. It is deleted <laughs> off my console. <laughs> All right. That way well, I don't, wh- don't see it. What what have you uh, occupied your time with in place of F one? Um, mostly Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've put another big chunk in that game. All right, and uh, yeah, went through a totally different area. You know, an interesting storyline. And I honestly, with this new area that is in England, I was so bored out of my fucking mind here um, that. One night this week, I straight up fell asleep playing this game. Um, it was just, it was just that, that boring to me. I, I don't know. I, I, I maybe it hits someone else differently, and that they're into it. But um, it was more of an exploration area. There isn't a lot of combat throughout the the storyline. Uh, I found the world just really boring to fucking navigate. 
and kind of a pain in the ass to navigate. Um, and it's just, and, and it's more like exploration and puzzle focused. I didn't think the puzzles were very clever, like magic is involved and uh, that kind of disguises things. And it just, I don't know, it just made, made it just so monotonous to me that I straight up fell asleep playing it. Um, so I'm glad that I'm through that now and uh, I'm, I think I'm down to only five more areas left in England that I'm that I have left to to go through. So gonna push through that stuff and yeah, I, I've I've just went so back and forth on this game this week to where I was like, man, I, you know, I'm enjoying myself. It's fun. And then there was nights like the night I fell asleep that I'm just like, I, I just can't fucking stand this anymore. Uh, I just want to be done with this game. So I'm charging charging ahead with it and trying to trying to finish it. Um but yeah, nothing nothing else too exciting with with Valhalla that I can I can think of. Like I talked last week about how I kinda got to an interesting story spot and then the game, you know, said that I should do this and that and that first and so I did that and then eventually did do all the story stuff and and it was pretty interesting um so i'm curious to see where that ends up um so yeah that game i think i'm almost 50 hours into it now i just kind of can't take it anymore (laughs) (laughs) but i'm so far in that i'm like i just i have to finish it um yeah i I just already you've already spent so much time (laughs) yeah exactly so to me just compared to origins and odyssey I, i just don't think valhalla is really really up there for me mm. um, okay it's just kind of boring but we'll see we'll see where it goes like i like i said i just feel very up and down with it a lot <laughs> um i did finish though ori and the the will of the wisp um which uh, you know i just is an unbelievably good game and the ending just like kind of fucked me up like the, the end was so so emotional and so great, honestly, uh, from a storytelling perspective. I just, I love that the last section was really hard, but it was really fun to figure out the best way through it. And that game just demands everything out of you. But what I liked about it is, and I like when games do this, of uh, the game is hard, but their checkpointing system is so good to where, you know, you you might make it through one section of the area you're trying to go through. And then, you know, you get to that section and that's basically your checkpoint. So, uh, and, and you die in that game, you're, you're back at it immediately. And so the way it kind of helps you along to where you don't feel frustrated of, Oh man, I have to do all of that over again. Like what the fuck, um, is really good because I felt like each, each section really layered on top of each other and forced you to get better at it. And, it was it was a great great ending to the game and um, I could go for more Ori games. I just where the story ends up, I honestly don't know if they will. Um, and I know Moon Studios is working on a new game with, um, I believe, uh, Take Two's uh, Private Division. I think is what they're doing. So, but yeah, what what a talented studio. It's a game that I, I, I was thinking about when I finished it. I'm like, one I think out of if you take Divinity out. Uh, my order was, I believe it was Hades, F1, and F1 2020, and The Last of Us Part 2 is my top three. I think I would put Ori 
now that I finished it, right behind F1 and right above mm. The Last of Us Part Two. Like, I just, I love that game that much. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, if this game was on PlayStation, everybody would be jizzing their pants over this game and saying it's one of the best games of all time, like, constantly. Um, and I'm not saying it's not, but it would get so much more attention if it was on PlayStation you know, it's just, it's on Xbox and PC right now, and, and you know, I just feel like there's a little bit, there is a bias there, and and people need to check this game out, whether you have an Xbox or PC, and it's, it's a great game, so, really enjoyed my time with it, and then, the last thing I did is I started playing Hitman. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so... I got Hitman 3, and I have imported all of Hitman and Hitman 2 into it, which is just fucking insane when you think about it. Um, like, there is three games worth of content. All the cinematics, all the levels, all the bonus levels, all the, the you know, prologue training missions. Everything is in this game. And it was a pretty seamless process for the most part to get everything in there, so... You boot up Hitman 3 and you go over to the store and you just got to download some passes, pretty much. And um, But yeah, there, there it is. And So I really haven't played Hitman that much. I think the only time I really played it was that one one night that uh, you, me, and Keith played Hitman 2. Um, mm. And that's, yeah, that's all I can really think of. I've always been so interested. I loved watch, watching people play this game, so... Yeah, I think this is a great time to jump in. So I've started with Hitman One. So I went through all the. Like... Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna go through all of it in Hitman Three. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. So I'm gonna be playing Hitman for a while, and I'm really really enjoying it so far. So I started with Hitman One. I did all the kind of tr- you know training stuff to like learn the controls and and all that, and then I did uh, Paris. And man, what a, what a great time! And I, what. <laughs> What I I just I mean people talk about this so much, but the freedom and the and just the goofiness of the game is just it's perfect for what it is, and it's it's just so much fun. So with Paris, I ended up uh, going all the way to like the back of the map, and I took out fucking Helmet Kruger, mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, so took him out and dude, I was so close to getting caught it like twice to, while doing this and then ended up dumping his body in the river and then just, I'm like Helmet Kruger, which, which is fun. And it gets you like almost everywhere on that map. And, um, yeah, the, the one target, the, the chick, I forget her name. Um, but ended up being in a room with her and like her main bodyguard or whatever, Threw a screwdriver at his head and punched her in the face and, and killed her. Dumped them both in a closet. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is just... It's fun. Uh, overall, the, the whole thing was fun. I, I, the last thing I was trying to do was trying to get the... Uh, um, the wench to break on the stage to kill the last guy. And I had everything set up. And the dude was just not coming onto the stage. He was just standing there. Uh, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I, I sat here for like five minutes. I'm not going to 
wait here any longer. So I'm up on top of the stage pretty much, just whipped out my pistol, shot him in the face, and then just got out of there. And it was it was a good time. I uh, really, really enjoyed myself playing Hitman. It's just kind of, I get it sort of thing and uh, going to be playing a lot more of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Helmet Kruger is one thing, but, like, there are a ton of, like, funny outfits you can wear and funny people you can impersonate. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah. can, you can impersonate people that <laughs> Agent 47 looks nothing like. And it's, I know. It's awesome. I love it. I know. That, that's that's what I'm just kind of excited about. And For now, I'm just kind of going to go through each level once since I'm kind of so far behind with it. Um, but I already kind of feel that itch with, like, the Paris level to go back and, and play it a totally different way. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what, what this game's all about. And all the different challenges and everything. And so all your... The progress will just carry through all three of these games, which is really cool. I, I read, though, that you can only carry progress from Hitman 2 to 3, if you have that. Um, but... But yeah, it's 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 all there. I like the one uh, kind of prologue level that teaches you a lot more about about the game and how to play it. It's like it's some. Is that the this, boat? Uh no. It was. Um, well, well, yeah. Let me back up. The, the first one was was the boat. Then there's another one that you're at like some like testing facility where I think they're building uh, planes, like aircraft, military okay. aircraft. And the game just kind of walks you through of like, hey, you should try to take out this, and then you can go talk to this guy, and just stuff like that. It gave you kind of objectives to do, the mission guide sort of thing. So I was just following that for this first time through it. And it's just really funny because I ended up being an uh, aircraft mechanic, talked to the guy I had to um, kill, got him in the plane, and but I fucked the plane up. Uh, yeah. before I talked to him and, and just the goofiness of the game like he literally shot through the roof of the facility and then just like exploded I'm like what <laughs> uh, it's just the humor in the game is, is so so good I, I'm really excited to play more Hitman yeah that's awesome yeah I love it the yeah. world of assassination yeah yeah but yeah, I, I am looking forward to getting into Hitman 3 probably this week. Sweet. So, yeah. Uh, is that is that all you've been playing, or do you have something else? Nope, that's, that's all I got. All right, well, I finally found some time to play video games. I put together all the furniture that I have right now, so all that's set up. So I, I sat down, and what do you know, it's like... I sit down at, like, say, midnight, right? Because I, I get off work at, like, 11 at night. I, I come home, get showered, eat, and then it's midnight. And I'm like, man, I could play a video game right now. I boot up Football Manager 21. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and next thing I know, it is 4 a.m., and I have to be at work uh, in, like, Oh, let's see. I, how many hours is that? But in like eleven hours, so I have to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and get, get up. Like, oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I I got through my first season, and thankfully they did not fire me. I did not win the league that season, but they were 
they were willing to give me a chance since it was only pretty much half a season that they gave me. Uh, so, so I have to win the league this season. I made some very good signings the, in in the transfer window, and I'm I'm doing some preseason stuff right now, playing a few friendlies. I just smacked a team uh, like four to one, and that, that was pretty satisfying, especially seeing the new guys I signed to my team perform well. Yeah, it's 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 all coming together. I'm pretty optimistic about my chances this season, <laughs> especially since I won't be starting like what's 12 points behind first with only like eight games left to go in the season <laughs> i don't know how they expected me to win that one yeah um but yeah i i'm very much looking forward to that um yeah nice it, it's it's nice to see your knowledge of a sport be vindicated by the by the simulation that everyone plays mm-hmm. to prove that they know what they're doing because football manager is for a lot of people what they do when they're frustrated with their team not performing well and they they go in there and be like well this guy's obviously an idiot i know what's best for this team and they go and play football manager and find out that uh they also <laughs> suck at that job <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I i'm doing all right i i have a few tactical changes to make uh during this preseason just to adjust to the new personnel. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to give it another go. Right on. Well, good luck <laughs> yeah, in your, just, your season. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's my goal. Don't get <laughs> fired. Uh, I also played some Apex Legends. Um, I won a match, Tyler. Oh. I won a match of Apex Legends. Like oh, the first, first match I've won in, like, months since I haven't been playing. Nice. Um, but that was fun. I'm very much looking forward to the new season. I'm not sure. Did you watch the trailer for the new season? No, but I probably should. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... I am... I want to play that new character a lot. <laughs> Few seems cool. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really enjoy Apex Legends. I'm very excited for the next season. Um, and I, I... Tyler, I... I felt guilty because Apex is a free-to-play game. I dumped money in Apex Legends. Oh, yeah. I what pretty much bought out the Battle Pass oh, that I shit. hadn't been playing this this year. I just bought all the levels. Yeah, I put a hundred dollars worth of uh, holy shit. coins in this <laughs> to do that and get all the story comic pages as well. Wow. So yeah. Nice. Hey. I mean, I, I play that game enough to justify it. So. Yeah, exactly. And it is free. I, I, I think that stuff makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's not like I'm out there just buying those Apex packs to fucking pull the lever on the slot machine or whatever. Right. Uh, I was just buying the stuff that I wouldn't be able to get in the future. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also played some Fallout 76. I am continuing on the storyline to do this heist of this vault. Um, I forget what what the vault number is, but it is apparently where the U.S. gold reserves went uh, in in the in the Fallout lore. So we're trying to break in and take all the gold out of this vault. Hmm. Uh, and they 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 have factions in Fallout seventy six. You can either choose to side with the settlers or the raiders. Tyler, I'm a raider, baby. Yeah? 
How's that yeah. going? Uh, it's going good. Uh, we have this old ghoul dude uh, who was our explosive ep expert. Um, he apparently was like a 78-year-old man when the bombs hit, and he, and he, like, apparently a bomb landed in his living room and didn't go off. So, Ooh. like, they call him Lucky Lou because he can't die. Um, and uh, I don't know. This is probably to the detriment <laughs> of the game a little bit. They, they they play him as suicidal, and he keeps trying to kill himself, but he can't because even though it's like the most foolproof plans possible, he's Lucky Lou, and he can't die. Oh. So yeah, they 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 play that a little bit, um, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still on that quest line. There's there are definitely there there's a story here. There's a story in this game, <laughs> and uh, you know that's not what they sold Fallout 76 to be when they first set it out. Uh, but they've they've kind of uh, transformed that game quite a bit. Um, right on. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Tyler, I this is going to be a Game Pass moment here. So. On Game Pass right now, they have Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami 1, Kiwami 2, and the Yakuza Remastered Collection. And rumored to come next month is Yakuza 6. Oh, so shit. So they will pretty much have all the Yakuza games, barring, I believe, Yakuza 7. Wait, no. Was Yakuza 7 a Game Pass game? No, it was no, not. No, it wasn't. Okay. They will have pretty much all of the uh, Yakuza games. Um except 7 on Game Pass. And I've decided yeah. I'm going to I'm going to play them all starting with replaying Yakuza 0. <laughs> oh shit, replaying it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I played Yakuza 0, remember? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I do. I I I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to replay it. I'm going to play through the entire series. Oh fuck. Okay. Because I fucking love these games. Uh mm -hmm. and they're hilarious and i need something like that right now yeah that's another reason why i'm really trying to push to finish valhalla so i can start like a dragon because i feel like i'm going to probably enjoy myself more in that game than valhalla right now mm. um for everything i've i've heard and seen in that game and yeah I'm, I'm, that's just another franchise like hitman and i'm just i'm excited to uh really dive in and, and give give a full shot Two very funny games, just yeah. in very different ways, Hitman and Yakuza. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a fucking deal with Game Pass if you want to play all those games. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great way to get into the Yakuza series. And yeah, I'd recommend Yakuza 0 for people who want to follow the Kiryu stuff. Obviously, you're going to play Yakuza 7, which gives you somewhat of a fresh start with uh, Ichiban, which... I think Ichiban's just, like, the best character in a video game right now. <laughs> he is such a great guy. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, that's the video games I've been playing. Um, or, rather, like, the spreadsheets I've been looking at for Football Manager. Yeah. Oh, God, so many spreadsheets. Football Manager to you is, is F1 to me. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of hours... Of playing to, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that maybe F1, there's actual, like, 
there's it's more active. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, whereas more... football managers like trying to make a lot of decisions about right. players and how how you want to how you want your team to play. Yeah. Uh, and also dealing with the media. Oh God, the media—they just want to ask me all these questions about every single signing I make, and I'm like, <laughs> "Y'all, there's a plan. You're not privy to the plan. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to tactically change this team because that just wouldn't make any sense if other people are paying attention." Can that happen in that game? Um. Oh but- God. So towards the end of the season, yeah, the media, like, your interactions with the media can totally have an impact on the game. Um, so there was this rivalry, this this uh, rivalry match towards the end of the, the season. And uh, the other manager was playing down, like, the importance of this rivalry. And um, I made the mistake of being like, well, maybe they're just not up for it. And uh, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. And apparently, their team used that as motivation and came out and um, stomped me five to two. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Even even though our teams are like skill wise and like player like the, the quality of our players is pretty similar. Like <laughs> it should not have been a blowout like that. Yeah. And then after the match, they were like, "Yeah, they suggested, hey, maybe uh, their comments just gave us the little extra motivation we needed." Right. So, yeah, your your media comments can do all kinds of things, like affect the player morale and just, like, the media's overall attitude towards you because you can get the media, like, on your side or against you, and they can start asking harder and harder questions. Or they can throw up softballs. So, yeah. I Football manager is a very... <laughs> it's... It's a game you really need to just be all in for. You can't just play an hour here or an hour there. You're just you're just not going to get into it. It's one that you have to like sit down with maybe maybe a whole meal mm-hmm. <laughs> and just be be prepared to just lose all your time that day. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Um and I guess we did have some news this week, didn't we? Yeah. Or some, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we have delays, release, new release dates for games, all sorts of stuff. Um, I mean, I guess hmm, I, I'll do this first since I was talking about Apex Legends. Season eight is coming February second, pretty quickly. I think that's Monday, right? Or no, Tuesday. Yes, correct. that's Tuesday. Um, and uh, they put out a trailer showing off the new character. Fuse and his abilities. Uh, they showed off a little bit of the uh, new King's Canyon, and uh, I think this is great. <laughs> I, I I think the trailer's pretty good. I'm not sure if you're you're watching it. Um, yeah. But they're, they've they've also uh, added a new weapon, the thirty thirty repeater, which looks really cool. It's kind of it looks like a lever action, uh, like you know the lever action guns that we've seen mm-hmm. in like. In Red Dead, or I think even Fallout, Fallout New Vegas had a lever action. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those. Um, it looks pretty cool. They suggest that it's kind of like an in between for the G7 Scout and the Sentinel, so so it kind of has like you can charge it up. 
um, but it's semi-automatic also. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. They have gold magazines, which I think are going to uh, increase your reload speed. Um, which, yeah, it, it looks good. I, I am really looking forward to this. Uh, the, I feel like all their trailers are pretty rad. Uh, the new character, th they have a way of just like revealing these new characters and giving them so much personality and making you want to go out and buy them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm I I'm just watching this trailer right now and yeah, you can tell immediately that the new character is is really interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's got a, he's got a couple different explosives abilities. His like uh I mean he, he also just sounds really cool. He sounds like a cool dude. <laughs> he's like I mean, it's going to be a competition between him and Mirage to be the cool dude of Apex now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm looking yeah, this, forward to it. Yeah, this new uh, new Kings Canyon match should be pretty interesting. I wonder if they will... Because a lot of times when they have a new map, that like that is the only map for a little while, and then they'll do the rotation. Yeah. So, curious what they'll do with that. Yeah, I Can, mean, that that's a good way to, like force people to learn the new map is to force them to play it yeah <laughs> so yeah and i guess it kind of puts people on a level playing field too especially if you're new to the game like if you want to jump in at the start of a season where they release a new map like it's not like everyone else just knows the map better than you at that point right um yeah i we should play some apex sometime yeah definitely i'm I'm always down for Apex. Yeah. Yeah, this this looks very good. Uh, all right. That's coming February 2nd. Later this year, we have a couple of delays. Uh, we have uh, Returnal being delayed. Uh, yeah. That's coming, what, what April? What, what day in April? 30th. It's April 30th. Damn. Yeah. Okay. All, a little over a full month delay for Returnal. Um yeah, I, I'm worried a little bit about Returnal because it does not look like a traditional Housemark to me. It, I mean, mm. I get it's exciting when Housemark tries something new, like it, that. That's an exciting thing, but I also I really like what Housemark used to do. Yeah, me too. I mean, there, I have so many fond memories of playing. Um, you know, obviously Resogun, but even like Dead Nation. Was Super really fun Stardust. to play through. Yeah, Superstars Alienation was neat. Um, yeah, I loved those games, and I I'm kind of worried about Returnal as well um, because Housemark is they're really stepping outside of the boundary. I'm not saying they can't pull it off, and I really do hope they pull it off. Um, I just really worry about. The game being $70 is really interesting to me, and I feel like might hurt it, because even me, as someone who likes just about all of Housemark's games, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I really have to wait and see if this game's good uh, before I want to put down $70. And I also think that Sony has not done a great job of promoting this game. Like... 
they've barely put out any gameplay of it. And I know they just did recently, but I feel like they need they need more. They need a little bit more more push behind this game because it's like, okay, yeah, it's house mark, it's it's action, you know, whatever. But but what's special about it? And and I feel like Sony's not not doing a great job of promoting it. Um it also makes me wonder about like Ratchet and Clank as well. Yeah. Like yeah, a little I'm bit. starting to wonder where the like where the fuck's that game at? <laughs> like yeah, like they said release window of the PS5 for for Ratchet and and it seemed like Returnal was like the first up. So like I don't know what's what's going on there with well Ratchet if we're going, well. hmm. I mean <laughs> hmm. you talk about release window for PlayStation Five. I, I we can skip ahead now that you mentioned it. Uh, maybe they're. Maybe they're adjusting their release window considering that uh, the shortages for the new consoles are going to last throughout the first half of 2021, according to uh, AMD. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, AMD has uh, come out and said that there are going to be chip shortages for the new consoles throughout the first half of 2021. So maybe that extends what Sony believes to be the release window of the PlayStation 5. Maybe, yeah. Um... It it could. It, they're just in such a tricky spot with not, not really being able to sell as many consoles as they want in meeting that demand, and for for it to really not be until the second half of twenty twenty one where that will probably become a lot better. Like, oh man, that just sucks. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta satisfy the people that were lucky enough to get their hands on one of these machines and Mm -hmm. um i look at returnal now being bumped there's not a damn thing i'm looking forward to until near replicant uh at the end of april yeah um (laughs) then then it's kind of uh there's a lot going on uh sort of like near replicant returnal resident evil village and death loop all kind of within a month of each other which is exciting but but yeah, it's going to be kind of a weird beginning first quarter of the year. Um, Tyler, now you have time to play Yakuza. You exactly. Have time. <laughs> exactly. So, so I am looking forward to that a lot. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I think the delay will obviously make make it better, hopefully, and give them more time. And we've obviously seen that games should be delayed when they need to be delayed. Like cyberpunk, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, among so others, it, but yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, I don't know. I just think Sony needs to push this game a lot more, personally. Ah, uh, yes. Um, a game that hadn't really been pushed, or like we haven't really heard anything about. Uh, Tyler, do you remember Biomutant? I do, vaguely. <laughs> but yeah, so, I saw that, this that, kind that of release date. Wasn't that like announced in 2018? Yeah, yeah, 2018 we got we got something on this. And now we have a release date for May, uh May 25th of this year. This game like we haven't seen shit. <laughs> like I, I I was excited about it when I first saw it. I th- I thought it looked pretty rad, but like now is <laughs> like I f- I'm worried. Like we ha- we haven't seen anything about it. This announcement comes without any real like any video or any any sort of 
I mean, uh, all right. So they do have this little gameplay tra- trailer, but it's a minute. It's a minute thirty. Like, I I would have expected to see a lot more of Biomutant, and uh, I just haven't. I I kind of don't even remember what kind of game this was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. And I did see an interview that I think IGN did with the team of like, hey, why did this take so long? Because they did go so radio silent. They basically said the game just became pretty big compared to their team. And their team's apparently only around 20 people. And they're Mm -hmm. trying to make this big open world game. Um, They're saying the script has about 80 to 85,000 words. Um but the final game ended up being closer to two hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> mm. just yeah. in over in over like a year that grew. So I can see I can see why it took took a long time with such a small team. But um, but yeah, I kind of forget what this game was even about too. But I think you know the, I'm, I'm I'm watching this trailer right now. Uh, you know what? Maybe it's a Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be like an open-world action sort of thing. Um, oh, God, they totally have just little Pikmin in this game. They oh, they really? ripped off Pikmin. <laughs> I, I'm watching this trailer now, and, you know, I'm seeing a lot of things I like. Uh, yeah, hmm. Maybe, I, maybe I'm going to have to reignite my excitement for Biomutant, because this, this looks pretty rad. You play as a little furry dude, man. Yeah, and it looks pretty customizable too. I'm seeing different character models for the player character as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see, see what you're saying. Oh, they gave him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> they gave this little furry dude a gun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe, I, I, maybe I hope that's cool. Maybe maybe that's our Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that's that's what I was just gonna say. It's giving me like Ratchet and Clank vibes, totally. Um so I hope this game's good. Only coming to PS4, um, not coming to next gen at all. They didn't say anything about that, but we'll see. But it's good. Yeah. Good it got a date. Yeah i i will uh, I will keep a bookmark on this one. Yeah. Uh, and I think the last delay we have in here, I believe I'm just gonna just gonna look over it again. Yeah, the last delay we have here is uh, out of this year. Um, Tyler, you're going to have to wait until 2022 to play as uh, your best friend, Gollum. Darn. I'm very Uh, sad. (laughs) You know, I do enjoy The Lord of the Rings. I don't think I've ever... Well, I guess the Shadow of Mordor stuff was okay. I'm thinking back on it and, like, yeah, I, I enjoyed those games fine, like, they were kind of generic open world games to me outside of their nemesis system. Uh, Gollum appears to be a stealth game. And uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm bad I'm, at stealth. I'm mostly bad at stealth. Um, so, I don't know about you, Tyler. But I do enjoy uh, it a lot. Like, but yeah. I uh, really enjoyed playing Dishonored. For example, I found that I could barely make it through a level without getting caught. <laughs> um, I shockingly got through Hitman without getting caught um, playing that first level the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe Hitman will make me a better stealth player. But Gollum's just, I don't know. I like Gollum. 
I don't know if I need a whole game based around Dom. <laughs> yeah. I hope they prove me wrong, because I think Gollum is a fantastic character to have as a video game protagonist. I think there's a lot you could do there. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot Definitely. you could explore with Gollum. Because, I want to be I mean, when you think to the movies, well. like, there's a lot about fear. Gollum you just don't know. Um. <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the uh, Gollum cosplay we'll have once uh, once the COVID thing is over. <laughs> uh, not looking forward to a Borderlands movie, Tyler. And um, the most recent news on that has not enticed me further. It has, in fact, repelled me even further. Kevin Hart is going to be rolling. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean... I like Kevin Hart, I really do, but I feel like him as Roland doesn't make a lot of sense, but to me, when I read this news, I was like, okay, getting someone like Kevin Hart tells you exactly what type of tone they're going for with this game, and I feel like they'll yeah. probably change the Roland character to fit him more, his more comedic style, and maybe they'll it can definitely work. definitely have to make a they'll definitely have to make a joke about how Roland is going to be like the shortest character on set. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. And so maybe it works. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think it just tells you exactly what this game is supposed to be of like, you know, Borderlands tries to be comedic. Uh, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes think... it doesn't, but I feel like they're going to, bring that com that comedy to to the film and I once again I don't know if that will work and then it also just how does a Borderlands movie work of um, I'm just like uh, loot and weapons is such a huge part of Borderlands how are they going to infuse any of that in there if they even do um, uh, yeah I don't know so such a weird fucking. I mean, thing. this is this is going to be a vault heist movie. That's 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 what it's going to be. Yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be a heist movie about trying to break into the vault and and get all whatever's in there. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't need this. I I I think I have repeated many times on this podcast. Let the games be games. Right. <laughs> uh, and especially Borderlands. I don't think that. It hard like the writing in Borderlands hardly works in the game for me personally, and see that in a, over a movie, I'm not sure if I'll enjoy that either. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a different experience watching a movie versus a game. So how much will that that work? And yeah, I this is a movie where I'm like. I don't think anyone was asking for Borderlands to ever be a movie, but that's... No, Randy was. Randy was yeah, asking for Randy this. Randy was, but that's just like, <laughs> this is the world we live in, in the entertainment world at least, where you have to have your IP be multiple things. And yeah. I don't think it needs to be multiple things all the time. So. No, it doesn't, but uh, that that's kind of like... That's kind of the hell we live in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's enough about the, this. I, hmm, 
I don't even want to talk about this Borderlands movie, even if there is other news about it. I'm not sure about you. <laughs> no, I really, I don't think I really want to talk about it until we have like a trailer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm way more excited for, and I, I put excited in quotes because I'm not even super excited for it, but for the Uncharted movie than this. Oh, okay. I feel like Uncharted yeah. works way better as a movie being that he already have something pretty similar in Indiana Jones, so... Because Uncharted itself was pretty much Indiana Jones. Yes, exactly, so... <laughs> eh, I don't know, man. It, like, uh, there, there was some other, like, video game news. I don't know if you saw, like, Tomb Raider is... Netflix is doing an anime series based off of Tomb Raider. Yeah, I... I... I, I uh want to refrain from calling it anime it is an animated series yeah i will not call it anime yeah yeah uh, so it's yeah there's there's a lot going on with that stuff yeah uh all right speaking of video games and tv uh we're getting some tv about video games back um so this whole g4 thing it's been ongoing but they have confirmed that they are bringing back x play and attack of the show I don't know. I mean, they had those shows had their time. I'm not sure if they. I'm not sure if this works anymore in in the modern landscape of things. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting because what I'm curious about is I feel like a lot of people would tune into these shows from sheer nostalgia of. You know, I would watch X Play and Attack of the Show all the time back in the day. And yeah, but now if if you're going back for for nostalgia, how long do you watch? Yeah, that, like do you watch like a couple episodes and then you're like, all right, I'm good. Right, and that, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like long term, how does that hold up? Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know on that. And you got Xavier Woods, which I like him. He he is a fun personality to watch. So, you know, I could I could see him being a very good host with that. Um, but it was also, it was just, there was a lot more to it, I think. You know, X-Play was funny, um, but it was also kind of informative. They did some cool stuff with the show. Uh, the show was only like 30 minutes long, so how long is it going to be each episode? Um and same with Attack of the Show. Attack of the Show was, was an entertaining, goofy show to watch, too. But it, what I liked about that one, obviously, is it was more more than video games. Yeah, and, well, all, I, I feel like it's going to struggle also, I, I don't, from a standpoint of, like, this is, we are in a very different place culturally than we were when those shows were still on yeah, air. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's they can't true. just go out and pick a playboy model to come in and be a co-host now (laughs) they can't just fucking do that yeah yeah that's good good point so yeah i i don't know i i hope they get the they get some good people to to host this stuff because i i have a bad feeling that there 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 are plenty of bad people they could choose to come in and do this these shows yeah I'm also like G4 isn't even a channel, right? Like it's it 
they changed. No, I thought they changed it to so. like Esquire or something like that. So are they yeah, changing I, it back? Is this going to be on YouTube or like what? What is this show? They haven't really said that either. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I it's going. They say what they say it's going to come back this year. Yeah, summer. Jesus. Okay, that's pretty quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I might tune in and see what the hell's going on, and if I don't like it, I'm fucking bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I I have a serious question. Like, do gamers today even give a shit about a TV show like this? I don't know. Because I feel like most people who, um, who play games now have, like, the people they talk with about video games, and they have, like... They go online to mm-hmm. talk about video games with other people. I don't know that we need a TV show to tell us about video games anymore. Yeah, right. Like most most stuff you watch related to video games are on, is on YouTube and um, Twitch. You know, so yeah, that's another good point. I, I don't know, man. It's gonna be really fascinating. I just. I don't imagine in the year 2021 that we are going to see people in droves turning their chan- turning their TV to the G4 channel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, all right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Tomb Raider. Um, so, I thought this was bizarre when I saw the headline. I'm not sure about you. Apparently, Crystal Dynamics is going to try to uh, meld the timelines so somewhat, like trying to make the next Tomb Raider game tie together this most recent reboot trilogy and the original games, and I don't know how that fucking works. Yeah. Do you remember the old Tomb Raider games? I vaguely remember them. Like, I remember playing them, but I don't remember anything really about the story of them. Do you remember Lara Croft shooting a T-Rex? Ah, uh, yes, sort of. <laughs> How do you bring that in as as something that gets tied into the somewhat more grounded reboot trilogy? Yeah. I, I don't see how that happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't either. And and to me I thought the whole point of the reboot trilogy was for it to be its own thing. So to tie it back into the original games just doesn't make any sense at all. And then what's also weird about this is is Crystal's talking about this, but they're they, then they're like, oh, we're not announcing anything anytime soon. So it's like, then what the fuck are you talking about? You might not ever even make this game. And you're so tied up in trying to save Avengers. Um, yeah, like, when are you going to work on this anytime soon? It just, I don't know. It's They're begging Disney to let Laura Croft be an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But there there's some moments from the reboot trilogy that I feel should have been there. Like are moments from the original games that should have been in the reboot trilogy. Like Laura Croft a, a kind of I feel like an infamous thing about her is that she dual wields pistols. And that's something she can do. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even get to do that in the reboot trilogy. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Like, that's that's a cool thing she does. And 
I'm like, yeah, bring that in. Why not? But uh, they even let her do that in the movie. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember they they did a they did a Tomb Raider. They movie. did. They did. And they're making a sequel to it apparently. Which yeah. I'm like, why? But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that they could have done, and but I just feel like tying it all together makes just no fucking sense at all. Yeah, well, I, I, so here's the explanation for, for, for the dual-wielding thing. Dual-wielding was a cool thing back in the 90s. Mm. <laughs> now it's ever about every character having a bow. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> because, yeah, I wonder what the next trend is. Yeah. What does what does every video game protagonist do next? I guess it's grappling hooks now, because that's that seems to be a thing, or maybe that's been a thing for a while. But I, I feel like grappling hooks are a thing that a lot of uh, video game protagonists are just doing for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking especially of fucking Ghost of Tsushima, where I don't think a grappling hook in that game makes any sense. They just wanted to put a grappling hook in it, right? Yeah, that, um, that that is that is the, the new thing. Hmm. It's right, just well, like when when does Crystal ever get back to Tomb Raider, even if they do, because <laughs> offenders. <laughs> no, I, like the next uh, the next uh, Tomb Raider game is like four or five years away. Right. Yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> I just, like, forgot about this sort of stuff. So I'm looking at this thing on IGN of, like, every Tomb Raider review that they did. And and I yeah. get to April 5th, 2006, Tomb Raider Legend came out. Um, so they gave that an 8.2. But then I forgot, like, around this time, this is when a studio, they would make the game for, like, PS2 an Xbox or PS3 and 360 or whatever, but then they had to make a DS version, a GBA version, a PC oh. version, a Wii version. So then they have Tomb Raider Legend reviewed a 7.2 for the PSP version, an 8.0 for the GameCube and PS2 version, a 5.5 for the GBA version, a 6.1 for the DS version, a 7 for the mobile version. <laughs> Just like I don't know, that must have been hell. Oh, like. absolutely, absolutely, to review that, and but it also must have been hell to like develop all these different versions of the game for and for what. Just kind of glad we're past this stuff. And then this one, Tomb Raider Anniversary, which I guess came out maybe on like PS3 and 360. Uh, this is 2007. Then then there's a PC version that's a different score. A PSP version, uh, the 360 version, the Wii version. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's not like we get a new review of Minecraft whenever a new console inevitably puts Minecraft on it. Right. Yeah. Or I guess that's going to be Fortnite now. Yeah. Um, and, and, wow. I, I See, I vaguely remember, like, the titles of these games, but I don't remember. Like, I don't think I ever really played them, but Tomb Raider Underworld came out on all the modern systems at the time in 2009 but also came to PS2 in 2009 IGN gave it a 4.0 it must have been very bad like <laughs> yeah. what Jesus Christ I mean there's a reason uh, it's a reboot they they did a reboot rather than continuing yeah, with that series definitely um, it seemed like that was the last one then it's then it's the Tomb Raider reboot in 2013 so 
Oh boy. Uh, all right. Um, I guess we're going to uh, have new IP coming from uh, Don't Nod. Um, Tencent has bought part of Don't Nod, and uh, they're going to self-publish a new IP. I don't know when this is going to come out, uh, but yeah, I guess Tencent just has its fingers in all the pies. They do. It's a little... Like, whatever. Like, to me, it's, uh, it, like, it doesn't matter what company or country or whatever does it, I guess. But it's just a little concerning, I guess. And then I also, I just wonder what Tencent gets out of investing in all these smaller studios. I'm not saying they're not worth so, it I, to invest in, but Tencent's a massive, massive fucking company. And I so, think I, I've the always thing been curious it does. Good. I, I think the thing it does is make it easier to release their game, release games in China. Is if if mm. Tencent owns like it, it's easier for uh, the easier for say Don't Nod to get their game released in China if Tencent already has that investment. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think that has has a lot to do with it. I can see that, uh, and, and it seems like some of these smaller studios take the money from Tencent to remain and i say in quotes independent mm -hmm. you know so that they're not being bought up but at the same time you're taking money from tencent it would be the same if you took money from a from sony or microsoft or something like a big company as well like yeah you might be independent but you're you're <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta perform they want their investment yeah. back you know what i mean so I don't know. It's such an interesting situation. Tencent, yeah, they're just going everywhere with it. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. But what ha what and... happens though when Tencent buys a buys or invests EA. so heavily into <laughs> yeah into a company like EA? Like then, I, I feel uh, like it gets really weird then. Yeah, I mean. Tencent is a lot of things too. Like it, mm -hmm. it's like it. I, I'm not sure. Like if it's going. Like I, I haven't really seen Tencent's investment like be a detriment to a lot of company. Like they, they've been doing this for like the, for a while now. They, they've been getting their getting their uh, investments into all these video game companies. And from what I've seen, it hasn't really done anything bad. Like it just it. It seems to be just a thing that happens and exists, like that investment exists, but like I haven't really seen a case of it really backfiring. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, you're, you're. Uh, what you're saying makes sense. I think the only time it does backfire is when something like the whole Hong Kong situation happened last year, and yeah, yeah. you have these companies that clearly know what's right and what's wrong, and they don't speak out and say it because of um, investments from companies like Tencent. That's when I think it's a big detriment. Um, but overall, I I do see what you're saying. Well, I, I'm not sure if that's necessarily even a Tencent thing there. That That is just the... And I'm not saying it's right. That's the fact that China is a huge market. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another piece and, of it, too. 
and like if you want to sell your games in China, you can't really be like for 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 some pretty bad reasons. You can't like you can't speak up against like the Chinese government or what it's doing because it, that, that's just how it is. I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> it's it's most certainly like I I would go out to say it's wrong. Like how uh, how that stuff gets handled. Um, yeah, but like. That's the situation we live in, and like you're you're not going to see anyone who has interest in um, in selling games in China say anything about that. Yeah. What whether they have investment from Tencent or not, because you didn't see any any solidarity with uh, what is that Red Light Studios or Red what what is who who made that game? Um, is this oh, the man. game that got pulled from Steam? Or, yeah, I I feel like I know what you're talking about. It's just not coming to me fully. Yeah, I, man, I had the name of that game on the tip of my tongue too. I just just lost it. Um Uh but yeah, it's you didn't really see anyone without investment really speaking up. Like you didn't see major publishers say anything about it either because they have interest in selling games in China. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's that Yeah, I I don't know. It's I, I'm curious to see what Don't Nod does. Like yeah. they definitely have they've they've made games that touch on social issues. That I'm curious to see if they'll be able to continue to do that because some of that stuff might not fly in China. Right. That that's that's another interesting thing about Don't Nod and that investment there is, yeah, they they've been, I guess, doing more progressive things in their games and. Does that continue with this one? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Or do they peel it back? I'm also curious which side of Don't Nod uh, this game kind of oh, falls on. Oh, yeah, it under. might be the vampire side. Yeah, exactly, because they have the vampire side where they do like more action third-person games than they have. You know, they're more um, kind of adventure storytelling sort of side, um, choice-based sort of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, We've also got an announcement here from EA. Uh, They finally put a name on the studio that's going to make the new skate. Uh, The the new studio is called Full Circle. Um, (laughs) Great. Uh, Yeah, we have a name for the studio. I don't know when this is ever going to come out. A long fucking time. Yeah. If they're just now building the studio and continuing to hire and everything, like, man, we should not expect Skate for three more years at least. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a long time. And (laughs) Full Circle is, you know, it's good to have EA make a new studio because they kill so many studios. So to see them create a new one uh, is, is very good. More jobs, that's good. Um, but it's just like to skate this whole thing has kind of went full circle of being made, yes. being killed, and now back to being made again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I feel like uh, skate skating games are going to uh, make. I mean, we have Tony Hawk coming back. Although, who knows what's going to have to happen now that Vicarious Visions is yeah. Blizzard now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, skate. I wonder how EA is going to bone up that thing with microtransactions. I know. 
I don't know, man. I'm very surprised we didn't see it with the Tony Hawk remake coming from Activision. Wow, yeah, that's a great point. You haven't heard anything about that stuff for Tony Hawk. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And they did not put them into... I don't think they put them into Crash 4 either. Well, I feel like that would be a very difficult thing to do. <laughs> yes. For, for, for Crash. It would, um, but there is a big part of that game is actually unlocking skins. Um, oh, Like okay. if you get all the collectibles in, in levels and stuff, you start to unlock new skins. So I could totally see them putting microtransactions for skins in that game, but I don't think they did. Yeah, but who even sees that other than you? Like, the whole point, I think, of microtransactions is to show off to other people. Yeah. At least that's, that's what I've been seeing. Like, I I struggle to make sense of buying a skin for a single-player game. Yeah, definitely. In, in the whole, uh, you know, microtransactions for multiplayer gets into the whole like psychological thing of it too of like oh that person has that that's really cool i want that uh-huh. so i'm gonna go buy that yeah. you know so yeah or all all your friends are doing this emote and you can't join in until you go buy that emote right <laughs> uh, all right i mean we'll, we'll check back on this uh hopefully they don't like show they don't do the Dragon Age thing with Skate yeah. and continue to show off pretty much nothing but to keep it in the news cycle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Finally, coming this week, are the new PlayStation Plus games for February. Uh, we have we have a couple games, including... Oh, shit. Are all... Nope. Okay. So we have Control, uh, one of our favorite games of, what, 2019? Yeah. Uh, We also have Destruction All-Stars and Concrete Genie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I never played Concrete Genie. I always thought that looked cool, and now I'm going to be able to play Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I think this is a, a pretty damn good lineup. I mean, it's it's probably going to be what saves Destruction All Stars because I can't imagine people paying seventy dollars for that. And I feel like we still <laughs> haven't seen enough for that game to justify it. <laughs> no, and I mean, um, but being on okay. being on PlayStation Plus is going to help that. Yeah, it, it will. It'll at least will. Uh, you know, a lot of people will check it out because it's free, and then also because they want new stuff on their PS Five and. So it makes a lot of sense, and seventy dollars is just a big asking price for that game. They did put out a state of play for it, about eight minutes oh, okay. of stuff. They very quietly put it out, um, huh. which I think says a lot about how they feel about this game. So, I guess we'll see how good that is. The control is it's no twisted metal. No, it's not, and it probably should have been. That would have been way more exciting. Um, Control's interesting because it's the ultimate edition. So, oh yes, yeah, you get all the DLC, and on PS5 you get that PS5 upgrade. So they're basically giving mm. this away for PS4 and 5. Um, I see a lot of people are upset about this. Um, you know, they're happy that it's happening, but upset because you know 505 really fucked 
the rollout of this Ultimate Edition. You know, if you bought the PS4 version, the season pass, and, and, and you liked that game, you did not get that PS5 upgrade at all. You would have to buy the Ultimate Edition. Then they, they were selling the Ultimate Edition. Apparently it was just on sale like a week or two ago. So a bunch of people bought it, and now it's going to be free. <laughs> and it's like, I, I get that. Uh, sometimes that just fucking happens. You buy it on sale and then it's free a week later or whatever. It's just, it is what it is. I think people would not be as upset if the rollout of this Ultimate Edition was not so atrocious in the first place. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play Control on PS5. I, I haven't played the DLC, so, so this is perfect. Tyler, I, I neglected to mention that this probably furthers your theory that they aren't very confident on Destruction All-Stars. It's available from February 2nd to April 5th. Yes. Two months on PlayStation Plus. Yes. Yeah. All right. I guess I want to keep those multiplayer servers populated. Yeah, exactly. I'm really curious uh, on the fall off from this game after April. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Also, only available on PlayStation Five. Yes. So, like, how many more people are going to be able to get a PlayStation Five between now and then? Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's the news. That's that's all we got. Um, I, I I guess that's a show. I I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well. We're going to go figure out what, what what we want to do after this show. But uh, y'all, if, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can send them to us and, and, and we'll consider them. Uh, that, that email address is playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send that stuff uh, via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Uh, Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends, and until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and...